Welcome to the Website Coach Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hello, welcome back to episode 16 of the podcast, the first of 2022. I've lots of great plans for the podcast this year. I'm going to be introducing some guest interviews soon and I have lots more material for solo episodes too. But today I want to talk about why you need a website. I often get asked whether, you know, in this day of social media, funnels and email landing pages, you need to have a website. You might think I'm biased and would say, of course, but actually... It depends. There are many reasons why you should have a website, but before I go through these, let me tell you who doesn't need a website, at least yet. When you're just starting out in business, I would suggest waiting. I see so many entrepreneurs putting off starting their business until they've got a logo, business cards, and or a website. All things which require a significant investment of time and or money. And you know, you don't need any of that to start. In fact, I think some of it's an excuse not to start. Launching a new business can be scary, I know. The best thing you can do is to test out your idea. Use friends and family to get those first few clients. Set up social media profiles and refine what you do. Because you don't need a website or a logo or business cards to start a business. You just need an idea. You know, add some motivation too. And you'll no doubt find that you need to tweak that idea. Get feedback. Refine the offer. You might even have to go back to the drawing board. And that's all fine. Because a new website is a big investment. And if your business is still in its early stages and not tested or earning very much, then there's a lower chance that that investment will get a return. And I don't believe in wasting money. There's lots of other things that you could spend money on, which I'd also suggest on holding off. The best thing you can do is to use feedback to shape your business idea. Bring in a few clients to earn some money to invest and collect testimonials or reviews. And then invest in branding photography and a website. And you'll find the website is better as a result too because you've got a better idea of what your clients are coming to you for. And it's not always what you think. So, if you don't need a website to start, why bother with a website at all? Well, (laughs) there comes a point when a website will help you find clients, when it will help you convert visitors into clients and save you time. And when you need those, that's when it's time to invest in a website. Well, maybe a little bit before. So what are the reasons why you might invest in a website? Well, first of all, a website gives your business credibility. Because the reality is that a business with a website comes across as more credible than one without. Public perception is that it's much safer to deal with a business with a website than one with just a Facebook or Instagram page. After all, anyone can set up a Facebook page and ask for payment by bank transfer or PayPal. 
a website gives buying visitors much more comfort that they're dealing with a real business. And payment is through a secure portal like PayPal or Stripe. Adding photos of you with a bit about you adds to that. Shows you're real, not fake. I know I'll rarely deal with a business without a website. And I also check out the website to get further comfort that they're legit. Or one with a physical presence, like a shop or an office, unless they come highly recommended by a friend I trust. And I'm definitely not alone. The second reason is to showcase what you do. It's great to get people interested in you and what you have to offer through your Facebook page or Instagram feed. These are very visual, easily accessible to potential clients and people can see the things that you do. But people rarely buy from social media. A website is a much clearer way of showing exactly what you do, how you can help potential clients and the clients that you have helped. Designed properly, it can set out a clear path giving potential clients the information they need and not distracting them with information that's just not relevant to them, but giving them the information they need to take that next logical step to working with you. You can make it clear exactly who you can help and how. The results you get, you can come over, overcome objections and provide the information they need to book including things like the cost. You can use case studies and testimonials to show the many people you've helped. You can also allow clients to buy or book an appointment if you don't want them to buy without speaking to you first. Social media feeds tend to be a bit all over the place. You know what I mean. It's great for introducing people to your business and tempting them to get to know you more. But your website is better for enabling them to see everything that you do and to get to know, like and trust you and then ultimately become a paying customer. But what about funnels and landing pages? Well, they just lead to a single offer, which might not be what a potential client is looking for. Or they might need more information about you to get to know, like and trust you first. And in any event, you can actually add a landing page to your website. You don't need any special fancy foot funnel software. Put bluntly, a website is going to give you more sales than social media or a funnel alone is likely to. Third reason, flexibility. A good website will give you the base to easily grow your business. When you're first starting out, it can be difficult to know where your business might go. A good website will enable you to add courses, memberships, a shop, etc. as you grow. You might not want a fully fledged shop, but you might want to sell downloadable PDFs, ebooks, or something similar. And you can do those without a website. You can use tools like Kajabi, Teachable, sell on Amazon, Etsy, etc. It's usually cheaper, certainly in the long run, and more efficient to use your website. And something that really concerns me is many of the course and membership platforms explicitly state in their terms that they own the content that you produce and upload onto their platform, not you. That really worries me. And platforms like Amazon or Etsy can decide they don't want you to sell through them anymore or restrict your products. And certainly we saw that earlier on in COVID times in lockdown when people were selling uh, fabric face masks and things like that, which you know, didn't have any sort of medical backing to them. 
having a shop on your own website, potentially as well as Amazon, Etsy, etc. I've got nothing against them as a, as a second option, does remove that risk. You own your website and its content. And that's not all. There are many other tools you can employ on your website to help you grow your business. Google Analytics is an example of a brilliant free tool that you can use to understand which parts of your website are most viewed and where customers come from. And you can use things like heat maps and other tools too. Number four is a biggie, I think anyway, which is ease of admin. In these days of messengers, Instagram DMs, LinkedIn messages, text and emails, it's very easy to lose track of conversations with clients or potential clients. I know I certainly do. You know what it's like when you, you know you have seen a message from somewhere and you look on Messenger, it's not there. You look on your email and it's not there. And eventually you find it hidden somewhere. If you've got a product-based business, it can be even harder to keep track of who has ordered what, whether they have paid and whether you have sent their items out. I've been dealing with somebody um, pre-Christmas who uh, did all of their business, their product-based business, and they did it all over Facebook Messenger. And it was a nightmare, to be honest, because we, the, the trail would go cold for a couple of weeks and then I would prompt it and it would start up again. Um, so it's just not, it's not the best thing. And if you've got appointments, there can be so much wasted time going backwards and forwards checking availability. I know a client of mine reckoned they used to spend about two hours a week going backwards and forwards at checking availability for appointments, etc. before they implemented something on their website, which we built. Because a website makes the whole process much easier. Not just for you, but also for clients or potential clients. For a start, you can choose how you want people to contact you. And you can make it easy for them to contact you in that way. If you don't want them to phone you, then you don't need to have a phone number on your website. You can do what I do, which is book a call. You can have a shop with a secure payment system where customers can make the payment directly you get notification of that order. All the details of the order are in one place. What they've ordered, any special requirements, the address to send it to, and the status of the order. There's no trailing back through your emails or messages to find details of the order. And you can see very easily which orders are still outstanding and which have been completed. You can also integrate it with your accounting software, making bookkeeping that little bit easier. And hey, who doesn't want that? You can have a system for booking appointments. You can do that either directly on your website or you can integrate with a system like Calendly, Acuity Scheduling or Dubsado, which is the one we use. There are lots of others. These allow you to set your availability for different types of appointments and clients or potential clients can then book directly and they can complete any forms you want them to at the same time. They can also reschedule or cancel easily, and you can even take payments for the appointments if appropriate. And while you can, and many people do, run a membership through social media like a Facebook group and a payment processor like Stripe or PayPal, it is much easier administratively to do so through a website. All resources like videos and PDFs can be kept in one easy place to find. As soon as someone signs up, they can be given immediate access. And if they stop paying, access can be stopped automatically. You can still use social media. And in fact, I've 
definitely suggest you do so, like a Facebook group. But if Facebook or Instagram decides to close or restrict your account, and sadly I've seen that happen to so many businesses recently, your members can still access the content, as indeed can you. So what I would say is don't underestimate the amount of time you spend administering your business. If you think through what you can do, what you can automate through your website, that's a really useful exercise. Number five is collect emails. You can collect email addresses to make a mailing list without a website, no doubt about it. But a website puts it all in one place and makes it a very easy process. You can ask people whether they want to join your mailing list when they buy a product. You can have a pop-up which asks them if they want to join your mailing list when they're browsing through your website, which of course you can't do if you don't have a website. It just makes building an email list easier than without a website. Number six, many people choose to have a website because they think that by having a website, they will automatically be listed on Google. And people, by people I mean clients, potential clients, will magically find them. And that is probably the main reason a lot of people come to me for a website is because they want to be found through SEO. But it doesn't work quite like that. The reality is that to get seen through Google search takes time and effort. And sometimes it's just not worth it, to be honest. However, a website with a good SEO strategy does allow people to find your website when searching through Google. Other search engines are available, of course. Something which is not available if you don't have a website, unless you're on somebody else's website, in which case you might come up in the search function through that. But basically, having a website gives an extra way that people can find you through Google. And finally, number seven, it's actually not that difficult. Yes, building a website takes time and effort, but if you have the right plan and the guiding hand, it doesn't have to be difficult. Working through who you help, how you help them, the benefits they get, and the offer that you have is the best place to start, whether you decide to build your own or get a professional to help. Then take a look at which other websites you like and what you like about them, and other websites that you don't like and what you don't like about them. Don't restrict yourself to competitors or those in your industry. Think about other businesses, particularly ones your target audience might use. And while I always recommend getting a professional branding photographer to take images of you, if you're a service-based business, or a product photographer, if you've got a product business, you can also use stock photography. In any event, the images that you use should present a coherent look and fit in with the image you're trying to portray. And once you've got your words and you've got your images, it's a case of thinking about the customer journey the way they go through your website. What do they need to know? How can you guide them through to take that next logical step to working with you? Okay, that's it. Seven reasons why you might need a website. And indeed, an explanation as to why you might not as well. Because while you may not need a website when you're first starting out and testing your idea, a website will help you find clients, convert visitors to your website into clients, and save you time. It gives your business instant credibility. 
It just makes it seem more established, which is an important factor in creating trust with potential clients. It allows you to organise your information in a way that is both more complete than social media and takes potential clients along a journey that gives them the information they need to work with you. But a website allows you to do much more than that. You can add courses, memberships, shop, and you can automate processes like booking an appointment. You can make it a more seamless experience for clients, and you shouldn't underestimate that, because that in itself will increase sales. There's no excuse to drop out partway through the process. And it takes up less of your time too. Investing time and effort into SEO will also enable your website to find new clients through Google or other search engines. And finally, websites no longer the preserve of techies. There are many low or no code website solutions. That is what we use, which means that it's more important to focus on the content of your website. What's going to convert visitors to clients? And of course, if you need help with a new or revamped website, then please get in touch. That's what we do. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. And I'd really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review. That makes a massive difference as to whether Apple shows my podcasts more widely. And head over to my website, beyondthekitchentable.co.uk, where you can find all the ways you can work with me. Whether you're just starting out, looking to grow your business or scaling it. And see you next week.